Because the thing about it is we can't calm the storm. We might as well stop, but we can calm our spirit and the, and the storm will stop. Because every storm has an expiration date. That's Inky Johnson. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy, happy Monday. Thank you so much for joining me today. And we have a great clip in store for you today with Inky Johnson. And in it, he talks about the 8%, which you'll find out a little bit more shortly. He also talks about adversity and the way we choose to look at adversity. And in my opinion, there's only two ways to look at it. Either you see adversity as an obstacle or you see it as an opportunity. And what happens most often is when you overcome your adversity by facing it head on, you learn some invaluable lessons about yourself, about life, You may attain a new skill. You may become a much better person. You may realize something about yourself that you never knew knew even existed. So the next time you face some adversity in your life, change your perspective. Shift the way that you look at it. And instead of looking at it as a negative, choose to look at it as a positive and something that you can use as a catalyst to learn, to grow, and to ultimately become the best version of yourself. Here's Inky Johnson. Enjoy. Right. Like I told my guy, I said, man, like I don't get up every single day and I say, adversity, come see me. Opposition, come see me. Challenges. Come see me. But when it shows up, I'm like, man, I can't wait till I get through this because I'm going to be a better father as a result of it. Man, I can't wait till I get on the other side of it. I'm going to be a better leader because of it. Man, I can't wait until I get through it. I'm going to be a better servant because of it. There's this quote that says, you go through the storm and you're not supposed to be the same person on the other side of the storm because that's the purpose of the storm. Like when I go through it, I'm like, man, I'm going to be a better servant, better leader, better team member as a result of it. I'm not going to resist the opposition. I'm not going to resist the adversity. I'm not going to resist the challenge. My favorite quote is the quote by Dr. King that says, you judge the character and caliber of a person not by where they stand in times of comfort and convenience. You judge the character and caliber of a person by where they stand in times of challenge and opposition. Everybody can smile when the sun out. Everybody can be happy when they're making money. Everybody can be like, let's go when they're closing deals. But it's certain people when that opposition and adversity happen, it's like in football when the game will get tight. In the fourth quarter, you'll see some of the most talented guys tap their helmet. Coach, I need to come out. I need a break. And then you've seen guys that they feed it on it. 
Like you're seeing people like in the midst of opposition, they're like, this is why I played a game. This is why I wanted to do it. I've been waiting on the opposition. Where you been? This is why I signed up to do it. I was waiting on it so I could see what I'm made out of. One of my best friends, Eric Berry, was top paid safety in the NFL twice. Right? Great person, man. I will never forget, I was watching a Thursday night game, and they were playing against uh, the Oakland Raiders at the time. A few years back, I'm watching a game. He fills a gap. He makes a tackle. And when he makes the tackle, I'll never forget, he hits the guy, gets up, jogs over to the sideline, and he never comes back into the game. And he texts me after the game, and he says, Big Bro, did you see the game? I said, absolutely. But what I didn't know is you didn't go back to the game, man. What happened? He said, yeah, Ink, when I hit that guy, I felt as if something was in my chest. He said, so they're going to send me back to Kansas City, get some tests ran, man. We're going to see what's up. They run the test. Long story short, they found a mass in his chest the size of a softball. They said, we're going to send you to cancer, whatever the case may be. Send him to Atlanta, diagnose him with cancer, lymphoma. He has to start chemo. i never forget, we were in church one day. And he comes to me in church and he says to me, hey, Ink, can you find somebody with a hat? He said, man, I'm scratching. Starting to come out. Scratch my eyebrows, man, my eyebrows starting to come out. Like, I'm going to stand here, can you find somebody with a hat? Just bring me a hat real quick so I can put it on my head. I'm watching him, right? He's doing chemo and I'll never forget the day he's leaving chemo. He was in a van and the guy said, all right, man, you want me to take you to the house? He said, no, take me to the track. And the guy said, man, you just left chemo. He said, yeah, take me to the track, man. I got to do my routine. He said, bro, you just left chemo. You need to go home, rest up, man. You was just puking like you need to chill out. He said, no, man, take me to the track. He said, I need to run my 400s. And he got to the track, and he was running his 400s. And as he's running his 400s, he's crying. And he's saying, I'm crying not because I'm in so much pain. I'm crying because I'm not who I used to be but I know one day I'm going to come back stronger than I used to be. And he came back that year, NFL comeback player of the year, NFL defensive player of the year. And I asked a young athlete, I said, do you think that had anything to do with his talent? He said, yeah, that was all talent. I said, he talented. I said, but that was essence. That was who he was. I guess some people, they're just fighters, man. Like you ever see them people with a never die spirit? Like them people, no matter how tough it gets, they're going to be there and they're going to scrap. Them people, no matter how tough it gets, they're going to show up every single day and be positive. Those people, no matter the opposition and adversity, they're going to keep showing up day by day, pressing the opposition, pressing the opposition. Because the thing about it is we can't calm the storm. We might as well stop. But we can calm our spirit and the, and the storm will stop. Because every storm has an expiration date. And the beauty of it, when we look back on this COVID period, it's going to be people that's going to look back on it and say, man, because of Corona, because of COVID, I couldn't produce on the level that I was capable of producing that. I couldn't do this. It prevented me from doing this. And then you're going to see people on the other side of it, the 8% that's going to look back at it and say, because of COVID, I tapped into an element of myself that I didn't even know I possessed. You're going to see people that look back at it and say, man, because of COVID, man, it made me more present with my children. 
You're going to see people that's going to look back and say, man, because of COVID, I got to spend a certain amount of time with my spouse, my wife, my fiance that I didn't usually get. Because of COVID, I got to structure my family in the right way. Because of COVID, it made me a better leader in the midst of the opposition and the challenges. Because of COVID, it made me more thoughtful. It gave me a level of compassion that I didn't know I possessed. Because of COVID, I always ask people, they say to me, Inky, man, how can you be thankful for what happened to you? And I say, the only thing you see is what I lost. Right? Because for most people, with their mentality, when they look at opposition, they always think about it in terms of, but what did they lose? You see sports. You see it on TV. Oh, this person's going to have a $107 million deficit. Right? These people are going to lose $50 million. And I get it, man. It sucks. Right? It sucks, man. Right? Acknowledge it for what it is. See it as it is, but never worse than it is. It sucks. Right. But how about looking at it and saying, well, what did you gain? Right. People look at me. Million dollar question. How can you be grateful for what happened to you? It's about what did I gain? It's about the man that I was able to become. It's about the leader I was able to become in the midst of the opposition and adversity. It was about the perspective I was able to acquire. Right. It was the view that I looked at life with. It was about getting up every single day now. And I don't take life for granted because I realized that one day you could be on top of the world and you can wake up tomorrow and the world can be on top of you. Because prior to that moment, I wasn't aware of that. Like it was some people in the world that probably was crushing it in business, doing it the right way. And they didn't think a corona could happen. None of us did. And when it happened, it shifted their perspective and now they view everything differently. Right. They're going to be different people as a result of this. Right. Because I'm a firm believer. Like a lot of people say to me, man, Inky, he's a motivational guy. This, that, and the third. Like I never plan to be a motivational. I'm just passionate about what I do. Right. But I do understand this about life. A lot of times, like we're adults. People don't need to be motivated. People need to be reminded of what's important. Right. Because I firmly believe in life. People don't burn out because of what they do. People burn out because life makes them forget what they do it. I'm going to say it again. People don't burn out because of what they do. People burn out because life makes them forget why they do it. Like the passion, the energy, and the purpose, the fire. That when they first start something, then they crush it. Right? It, it makes me revert back to when I thought about one time I was studying the Navy SEALs, and they were talking about hell week, and it's literally hell, right? And one of my buddies went into service, and he was talking about it. And I wanted to understand what was the difference. Right. Between the guys that made it through Hell Week and the guys that didn't. I just wanted to know what was the difference, because I'm sure when everybody started, like the purpose was the same. We want to serve, man. Like we want to do it. We want to do it for the right reason. I get it. It's just like some guys, they want to be college football players. You get in the summer camp. Some guys like, bro, it's not for me. I'm out of here. I'm not having a 60 year old coach yelling my face all day in 100 degree weather. I'm out. Right. And I wanted to understand what was the difference. And he said to me, they all went through the same thing. Right? He said they showed up the same way. They went through the same drills, right? They didn't say, hey, you guys are going to be in this water. You guys are going to be in this water. You guys are going to go through these ladder drills. You guys are going to, everybody went through the same thing. And I'm like, well, what was the difference? He said when they started to trace it back to the different groups, when they traced it back, the guys that was in the group that said, man, I want to do this, I'm going to crush it, this, that, and the third, then got in the midst of hell week, got in the midst of the process, and they started finding excuses. Everybody in their group found excuses. The guys that got into the midst of it and said, man, I'm going to do it, let's go, and then they got into the midst of it and said, man, if I got to pass out, if I got to push myself to that point, 
If I got to push myself to that limit, it's not for me. I'm out. And that doesn't make them bad people, great people. But they said the guys that made it, the 8%, they said before they even started it. They said, bro, it's called hell week. It's going to be hell. We know that. It's coronavirus. It's COVID-19, right? Life has changed. Life as we know it. Sometimes you got to forget what you thought should have happened and live in what's happening. The 8%, they said, bro, it's called hell week. It is what it is. The opposition, the adversity, we got to get up and we got to face it, right? They said, but in the midst of it, when we start doing it, the code is going to be when it gets hard, when it gets tough, when it gets to a point that you want to break and you want to quit, the guy said, I'm going to just look at you. He said, we don't have to say a thing, but the amount of work that we put in, the sacrifice that we put in, the commitment that we put in, the dedication that we put in, and the purpose that we're working for, when I look at you, I don't have to say a thing. The respect level says, keep going. The respect level says, press on. The respect level says, this too shall pass. The respect level says, there's nothing that we come up against that's stronger than anything that we possess internally. The respect level says, if we start it, we're going to finish the 8%. The respect level says it. The respect level says, if I start pressing forward, the greatest lesson my mother ever gave me as a kid, and my mother didn't have much education. But the greatest lesson my mother ever gave me was, Inc., if you start something, boy, you're going to finish it. She said, you're not going to come home and tell me you don't like some coach and think you're going to quit something. She said, you're not going to come home and say, it's not what I thought it was, and you're going to quit something. She said, God, dog it, make a way. Figure it out, adjust, pivot, have a certain level of mental agility, and get it done. Because in this day and time, it's not just about us. It's about the people that we work with every single day. It's about our families. It's about our children. And it's about the people that's watching us navigate through opposition. Big thanks to Inky Johnson for stopping by. His website is InkyJohnson.com. His Instagram is InkyJohnsonMotivate. And please check out his YouTube channel. It is Inky. Johnson. So much good stuff on there. And if you like the clip, there'll be a link to the entire talk in the show description, as well as all the links that I just mentioned to connect with Inky. And before you go, when you get a chance, please follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple podcast. I appreciate you for it. And uh, that's it for me. I will see you back here Wednesday. So until then, stay strong. Later.